What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, hello? Hello. Hi. Who is this? <laughs> what? What's your name? Uh, Sydney? Hi, Sydney. Want to play a game? Sure. What's your favorite scary movie? Scream. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Uh, I mean, it depends on, on who you are. If you, if you like it or not. They, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> well, hey, we all got to go sometime. You're, you're making this really easy for me. Yeah, hey, hey. I'll, you don't even want to know who I am. Yeah, I don't care. Just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. And welcome back to another episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm. That's right, that's right. Travis is our host. Brandon is also our host. And guys, <laughs> uh, today we've got a spectacular episode. We do? Um, do, we, do we know what we're talking about? Yeah, it's magnificent. Um, Splen- it's splendiferous? Spellbinding. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, with... You see, ever seen the SNL sketch with Will Ferrell? Yes. And, and he's doing like the behind the actor studio. Oh yeah. Your performance was so good that I'm forced to create a new word. <laughs> Your performance was scrumptiousent. <laughs> that so is, is are you saying that our episode is going to be scrumptiousent? That's I can't even say it. <laughs> scrumptiousent, and yes, I am. Oh, good. Yes, I am, Bill. Uh. That was inside the actor's studio, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Behind. Not behind the music, <laughs> where you need more cowbell. Well, you know, if I ever do like a mockumentary, like a fake documentary like that, um, that I'm going to do behind the actor's studio. Behind the actor's studio. Because then it's like then it's like an, an amalgam. <laughs> <laughs> so in high school film class, yeah. and this is taking it way back, uh, we had to do four student films over the course of the class. Yeah. And the first one we did was like a, a supposed to be a silent comedy, so there's no dialogue. And it was just me and my friends trying to get to school and we were all doing like goofy, like physical comedy stuff. Yeah. So then our fourth movie that we did, 
we did a mockumentary and it was a, a making of that first student film. But huh. like we made the first student film out to be like this major production with like, you know, all kinds of a huge budget and stuff. And I don't know. It was, it was one of my favorite projects to work on because like we made my wife who was a very sweet and loving person yeah. into like a total like diva Hollywood. Like, <laughs> so like she had to play this like really rude superstar type. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, that, that reminds me, uh, my, uh, my best friend, uh, Sizemore, um, and a couple other of us, we were in this English class and, um, we would do, we'd read, you know, typical English class, English, English, English class. <laughs> English class. Um, you would, you know, you read a book and then you do a report on it. So our teacher, Miss Torcaso, um, we nicknamed her Torky. She hated it, but then she eventually loved it. Shout out to Torky. Shout out to Torky. Um, she would have extra credit assignments and the extra credit assignments would be like, you watch them, you, you make a movie, like a short movie about the book that you read. Best extra credit ever. <laughs> so we did, we did stupid stuff. Like, uh, we did a video on Hamlet. And we're all like terrible. We're all just pigs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like Matt was like recording, um, and and uh, my friend Sean is like has like angel wings on. And, <laughs> and I forget what character that is, but he's just like floating around. Oh, he's supposed to be Hamlet. <laughs> he's like I'm Hamlet. And just walking around with his shoulders. Um, and then like then we'd like cut, and then we'd do like commercials. <laughs> That are completely arbitrary and have nothing to do yeah. with the actual book. Review. Yeah, and uh, so so I, the commercial was me, and uh, I was Jocko for Jocko's Cactus Farms. All right, uh, been serving you and your family for three hundred years. <laughs> and then uh, Sizemore hands me a stick from off screen, and I just start waving it upside up and down, like a <laughs> like a sand person. All right. Anyways, uh, the the so, point of that story is that I love movies. Yeah, yeah, we. <laughs> All right. commercials. Yeah. Um, Brought to you by Jocko's Cactus Farm. Serving you for 300 years. <laughs> Greater Tri State. Serving you <laughs> and your family for 300 years. Uh, we, we have topics, right? Do we have topics this week? We do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I just got. I wanted to talk. Hey, I, I, start, miss, I started with the high school. Those nostalgics. Yeah. They're, they're throwbacks. We're going to. Let's, let's call ourselves nostalgics. N- nostalgics? Yeah. That's, that's our band name. Yeah, that's Just, their side project. <laughs> uh, our garage band. Oh, oh hey. hey. Uh, Before we do start a band, I just need you to work on your, your tone. Because I, I can't ever get your hum. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm bad at humming. We, we played a, a game, like a party game this weekend, where in one of the categories you had to like hum a song. And I, I'm terrible at it. But I can except my wife. She picked it she up. She picked like, up every single song that I attempted to hum. <laughs> that's that's why she's my soulmate. Just keep her around forever. <laughs> I could get really sentimental about my wife, but she's never going to listen to this episode anyway. So yeah. it's just not worth it. Well, it's the thought that counts. Speaking of not worth it, uh, <laughs> Battlefront Beta came out this <laughs> week. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to take a, a second just to talk about it a little bit. We've both been very excited about Star Wars Battlefront coming yeah. out for them next-gen consoles and probably some PCs and yeah. uh, not available on Wii U. And, uh, yeah, the beta came out this week. Yes, that's right. It, it's an open beta. It you is open. Just jump in, get get your get your blasting on. Uh, don't set aside too much time, I would say. 
uh, we we both downloaded this a few days ago. What was it? Wednesday, Thursday that came. Yeah, out? yeah, yeah. It had, uh, it had to been Thursday because that's when Rock Band came in. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like the one day this week that I actually went to work. So yeah, it was Thursday, <laughs> uh, which was weird when your Thursday feels like a Monday and a Friday. Yeah, that, that'll just mess with you. Blow, blows your mind. Um, but yeah, so we both rushed home, uh, downloaded the beta. We both have the Xbox One console, so we got to do a little multiplaying and stuff like that uh first thing we did was the mission right well it's it's not really a mission though yeah it's, it's, it's called like survival okay right? yeah so right. this this is just where they they throw out waves of enemies at you uh you you have to defend either like a small area or um in this case you're in a in a in a canyon area and they're dropping like pods yeah and you have on, to defend those pods like a canyon on tatooine yeah yeah exactly yeah um so this is our first like co-op basically type thing yeah um, and and that 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 mode is like it's standard mode now in pretty much any like shooter or um you know call of duty has their their uh zombies right, right. yeah exactly um so really it's just like wave after wave of more enemies more difficult enemies um and i i, I don't know if i was ever a fan of those those modes but um this is star wars so that i think that that gives that extra kick that i'm like Oh, I want to. Uh, yeah. I want to play more. Well, it's cool. You got Admiral Akbar, like, like his hologram, like coming in and giving you like feedback and telling you what's coming up. It's an uh, ATST. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he never did say it was a trap at any point. Uh, <laughs> I'm, maybe, maybe that's in the full version, yeah. not just in the beta. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I mean, my first thought as we jumped into it was, "Holy crap, this game looks terrific." Yeah. Um, and I mean, it is the beta, but I'm not expecting graphics to get, you know, significantly better or change in any way between, you know, what they've released already and what's going to be in the final release. Yeah. Yeah. Game looks outstanding, does, which I mean, does. you can say that about a lot of next gen console games. Sure. But I mean, this is this is the best looking Star Wars game. I've hands down, hands down easily. Um, Chris Caraba, dashboard confession. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that reference that's that's good. nice um yeah so we we, we did our our first wave uh then we started trying to get into some multiplayer pvp type stuff yeah uh, uh and initially we had some server issues i think which it, you, you kind of you expect with a beta especially it was the first day yeah um they're working out some kinks that's why they have the beta to begin right. with. yeah so in in the beta right now there there are two uh, large scale multiplayer maps, um, and I only played one of them. One of them is like a uh, a lava level. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I think it's called Drop Zone, um, and I, I I got a chance to play it for a little bit. It's, oh, it's. A, is it the planet from Episode Three? Is it like a I lava planet? No, or? I mean, there there like there's like these really jagged rocky areas, and there's some like almost like mud pit type things. Yeah, but they're mud like mud pit. but they're uh they're like poisonous or something because if you fall into them you start losing health so um i maybe i'm just not up on my star wars planets as as well as i should be um but i i don't know exactly what planet it was uh but the second map is of course the famous the the icy planet of Hoth. and uh so whereas drop zone is uh just i think that's just 12 players 
Yeah, like so 10, 10, 12 player, or f- it's up to fourteen, I think. So, so your your missions are different for each in the drop zone. They're dropping those pods, yeah, um, and it's sort of like a King of the Hill type game mode or something where um, they'll drop a pod, and then your team is responsible for going and claiming it and yeah. defending it, and you have to hold that item for like a minute or something like that, um, and then it will release, you know, power ups and deactivate and then another one will drop somewhere on the map so you're really your mission throughout is just to get to an area secure it kill the other team to keep them from getting to it um and just holding these specific points on the map for a certain period of time until you get to like five or something right right not not a terrible game mode I I i thought it was pretty decent um i was not a huge fan of the map itself because there are some like really like jagged areas and it was hard to move around. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they do have like a jetpack option, like item that you can get, but you have to be like level five and I wasn't level five yet to get that. So <laughs> I was like yeah. having to run around and that, that kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, one thing about, one thing about the leveling before we get on to talk about Hoth, <clears throat> I felt that the, the leveling was really slow. Um, and I don't know it, I don't know if that's a result of just you know, being in beta, and so they're like, "Well, we don't need you to level up that fast." Um, but if that if that's any indication, like it's like a chore to to level up. Yeah, I think it. It. I mean, it. I played probably for a few hours and yeah. only got to level four. I'm like halfway through level four now. Um, I think part of that is that I'm not super great at first person shooters, <laughs> so I wasn't in the upper half of most of the uh, player scores. Um, I bet if you played really well, you'd level up a lot faster. So uh, good for you guys. That <laughs> yeah. They get all them headshots. Good, good for you. 360 no scopes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I could see them tweaking that a little bit. I, I did get a couple of uh, survey requests as I was playing, asking me to uh rate the game and and give feedback about things um, I did like and didn't like. So I feel like I'm doing my part as a as a beta tester to you know <laughs> make the game better for its final release. Yeah, that's right. Uh I I mentioned the thing about uh the leveling up um and how slow it is because uh the Hoth level is is a much larger level and it it huge. It's huge. It suggests that you level up before you um join it because uh, there's a lot of like there's a lot of space to traverse. Sure, there's. I mean, this map is huge. <laughs> I don't know if we can we can do it. if you haven't played it yet. Um, like there's there's, there, AT, there's okay there's, there's ATATs in this level. Yeah, and it takes a while for them to get from one side of the level to the other side. That's right. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know if that gives you a sense of scale. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's the outside of the base. There's the inside the rebel base. Um, and so what it is is. Uh, it's basically taking Empire Strikes Back. The AT-ATs are coming out, and they're tra- attacking the Rebel base. The Rebels have to um, activate defense uplinks so the Y-Wings can come and bomb the, the AT-ATs. Boom, boom. <clears throat> um, and uh, so there's there's X-Wings down there. There's A-Wings. Um, you got TIE Fighters, TIE Advanced. Yeah, um, the Snow Speeders. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, yeah, it is possible to... Uh, the objective for rebels is to destroy the ATATs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's two ATATs that probably about a minute or two into the match they actually come into play, um, and then there on out it's just 
doing whatever you can to bring down those ATTs. Yeah. And uh, if you do, if if you're a rebel and you do find that that snow speeder, you you can actually win the game uh, if you use the tow cable to take take them down. I've not seen that done yet so far, firsthand. No, no, no. but we but that video. Yeah. I was like, I was like, right on, man. Like, there's there's a video out there. This guy with with one life, one snow speeder, two tow cables took like saved just, his team single handedly like, won the game yeah. like right at the end of the game yeah. with the <laughs> empire's about to win and he's like oh my god i did it i did it <laughs> there there are some great videos already uh and it, the beta's only been out a few days of people just like trick shots and crazy things like lucky shots that happen there's a guy that takes out a, a tie fighter with a hand grenade <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah. throws it up and just perfectly times it um cool videos out there check those out if you're if you're interested um but it you know it the bait it's a beta um some of the the obviously the options are limited um we mentioned in the survival mode uh there's like 15 waves total and there's three difficulty levels but it only gives you six levels and only normal yeah you can only use like the the normal difficulty six waves and then it cuts out yeah and so it's not it's not um you know Obviously, they're beta testing. They're not giving us a demo. Sure. Um, but uh, I, w- I would have liked to have seen more levels or um, a higher difficulty that way. Yeah, I'm on the fence about that because part of me wants more of the game yeah. right now because it there's a lot to like about this game, and I, I'm really excited to play all of it. Uh, the other part of me realizes I'm getting this bit for free. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've already pre-ordered the game, so... I mean, it's just a matter of waiting. I know. Uh, and, and really, they, they're, they're doing two things with this beta test. One, they're actually testing out certain aspects of the game. They're testing out multiplayer maps. They're testing out servers. They're making sure that the game will be ready for when it actually launches, obviously. The other thing they're doing is they're selling this game to people that may <laughs> not have wanted to get it right away. Yeah. Uh, if, if you hear, oh, free you know, shooter beta that's available... Uh, a lot of people are checking it out. You go download it, and you're like, "Oh crap! This I really like this game." You know, that's that's just yeah, that's just free advertising right I, there. Yeah, and I think that's exactly why, like, I'm like torn by being like, "Oh come on, really? Give just just give us that level ten. I guess I guess that's a, a funny thing that your biggest like beef with the game is that you want to play more of it and you can't. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that bodes pretty well for the game itself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just don't want it to be a, like get to wave seven and then like it's just like and then it's just this, this sucks <laughs> all, all of a sudden like they're just jar jars coming at you <laughs> misa gonna win no <laughs> shoot them all in the head <laughs> it's like uh you haven't gosh that'd be amazing the scene from aliens but instead of aliens it's just <laughs> it's a just bunch of jar jars <laughs> <laughs> game over man game over uh they get. They should throw some sort of jar jar in there, just just so people can have the satisfaction of killing jar jar <laughs> binks in the game. Um, I want to. I want to switch gears just for half a second. Um, I so the Star Wars comics, right? We're we're reading Shattered Empire. I just did. Uh, you, did you read it? I read. I read the second uh, issue of Shattered Empire. I also went back and bought like all <laughs> of the main Star Wars series. The the one that takes place between A New Hope and Empire. Uh, it's up to like issue ten now. Um, I'm catching up on the actual story of that. Yeah. I'm up to like uh, four or five. Uh, I'm I'm very hooked on Star Wars comics right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I was reading uh, Shattered Empire 2 uh, yesterday, um, and I didn't know if I knew this, but uh, Emperor Palpatine, uh, he was from Naboo? Right. So in uh, episode one, I know a lot of you guys like to skip episode one because <laughs> yeah. pod racing and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so uh, Palpatine was like an advisor for um, Amidala. Like early, like he was like the senator from Naboo. Yeah, yeah, well, what? Yeah. So I mean, his origin is Naboo, right? I mean, that's okay. I mean, as 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 far as they get into it in any film or anything, they show that he is the yeah delegate I did, I, from Naboo. I didn't know like if you yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, like Arnold Schwarzenegger was our governor, uh, but he's he not from California. He wasn't from <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, so when I when I read that part, I was like. Oh, 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 yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, right. and and the, and the comics are canon. So they're, they're canon. So it's 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 in writing. Now. So it's been said. It's it's, been it's in comics, uh, typefaced writing <laughs> that canon that he's from Naboo. Uh, yeah. If you guys uh like to read the old comic books and you haven't checked out the Star Wars comics, I I highly recommend them. Uh, especially if you're a Star Wars fan and you want some added content. You know, maybe you're gearing up for uh the force awakens and things like that uh head over to your local shop yeah and, and grab some books the artwork is is splendid oh in the force scrum lesson in the uh shattered empire that first issue there there are some pages in there that i want to like primo i want to frame for my wall <laughs> uh all right all right Mo- enough enough betas enough star wars we, we switched gears uh we went in four wheel drive <laughs> you lost your voice uh <laughs> Now, now let's move on to uh, what we have advertised for the week, which is our Netflix rewatch. Uh, <laughs> and this, <laughs> those are terrible screams. Well, my my wife and child are sleeping. That's upstairs. a good point. That's a good point. Uh, that's right. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we pitched it last week. Uh, hopefully, you guys got a chance to watch this. We uh, fired up the old Netflix machines and watched the 1996 horror classic, Scream. Scream. Uh, uh, Wes Carpenter is that? What? Is that is that who uh, directed? Uh, yeah, Wes Carpenter. <laughs> good old Wes. Good old Wes Carpenter. Uh, yeah, man, Wes Wes Craven in, yeah. in one of his in one of his finest directorial roles. <laughs> you just you just did like the eye roll, like look to the side thing. Um, yeah, we watched Scream, and right off the bat, like. What what are your thoughts going into this movie? Uh, so so watch watch it last night and and I have I hadn't seen it probably since like at I can't pro- probably ninety six maybe like I've seen bits and pieces since then um, and it's one of those things where like the first time you watch it ever the first time you watch it ever you're like oh that was good oh I like that a lot and then as the years go by and you forget more and more about it you're like well was it really that good. Oh yeah, yeah. You a lot of times you remember more of the feelings you had about the movie than the movie itself. Like, yeah, you remember really liking it, so then you just think of it as a good movie. Yeah, whether or not it actually was. <laughs> exactly. So, so rewatching it last night, and I'm like, oh, you know what? This is act- this actually is pretty good. They they could have gotten um, <laughs> uh, different actors, maybe. Uh, we're we're talking like we're talking mid nineties, so we're talking like prime nineties actors for the time. Like, okay. uh, so here's the thing, <laughs> Jamie Kennedy, he like he's done nothing but taint his 
taint himself like since Scream. Yeah. And so like in when in Scream originally, I was like, oh, he's he's all right. Yeah. Cool guy. I but, actually like his character. Yeah. In the movie. But then as the years went on and he did different roles, I was like, God, I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, I watched Tremors 5, which is on Netflix, and Jamie Kennedy is in it. Oh. And he's not terrible. Okay. Um, so I'm like, okay. All right. So I guess it primed me for, for, going, back for, for going back to screen. Um, Skeet Ulrich, he, he plays one... He plays one emotion the entire movie. <laughs> Creepy, uh, misogynist, like, I just want to have sex. <laughs> Billy. Like, <laughs> he's, yeah, no, he's super creep, like, the whole time. Which, like, you watch the movie and you're like, Nev Campbell, like, why, why are you dating this guy in the first place? Yeah. Like, like maybe he, you could have seen some of the warning signs <laughs> ahead of time. He has, like, no personality <laughs> other than, I want to have sex with you. I was watching The Exorcist last night. It made me think of you. <laughs> Remember when you vomited all that green pea soup everywhere? Uh, oh. <laughs> um, Nev Campbell, uh, I think she's still really pretty. Um, uh, also, Courtney Cox, uh, her her ex-husband. Her, her yeah. Uh, David. Uh, Arquette. Arquette. Uh, she's wearing a like day glow green yellow <laughs> like power suit thing the first time you see her in this movie, and it's I as soon as it comes on screen I'm just like whoa hello nineties how are you doing <laughs> exactly right. good to see you she she kind of looks like uh, Jennifer Aniston in Friends like a couple times there's there's it's funny because uh and I, so I watched Scream with my wife and then she's like ah oh, that. Because apparently she watched Scream a ton of times back in the nineties, huh. and then she's—I was weird. like, "Oh, that's, Scream!" That's weird. I was like, "Scream two and three are also on Netflix." She's like, "Let's watch number two. So we ended up watching two Scream movies last night. Uh, but there's a point where there's a line in there that says Courtney Cox's character was like, did like had like nude photos come out. Uh-huh. She's like, "Oh, it was just my face on uh, Jennifer Aniston's body." Like that's the <laughs> line, and I was just like, "That's that's incredible." That's uh, that's. Good old friends good, references. Good old, good old inside. Jokes. Back when friends ruled the world. <laughs> um, you know what my favorite part of of Scream is? Um, like the the horror is pretty good. Um, the the there's not like there's not that many jump scares, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, and but I really like Matthew Lillard's character. Like everything he says at the last <laughs> in that last like 15, 20 minutes of the uh, movie, I like wrote half of them down. They're like everything is so like he. So funny! I love that. I love that guy. Just his his face and the way he delivers the lines. Like, uh, there's a very adult I'm feeling woozy. <laughs> you effing hit me with the phone, you dick! Like, <laughs> uh, uh, that was somewhat edited. But then the part right after that when he's like, "My mom and dad are gonna be so mad at me," <laughs> like, and he's like bleeding out on the table. Uh, we're watching, and then uh, they're watching the the, the uh, Halloween in the. The living room, yeah. Uh, and Chelsea and I both at the same time were like, "We'll be right back." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, hopefully, you guys watch the movie because we're going to talk about it in detail. Um, but one of the great things about Scream, I think, and I and I feel like you being a big fan of horror films, me, I don't watch quite as many or almost any now. Um, yeah, but they the whole movie itself is a critique and sort of like a, a study of the horror genre. 
right? So there are certain things that, I mean, from, from the first phone conversation, uh, with Drew Barrymore on the phone when she's talking to the killers, uh, they're talking about scary movies and they're, and they're being very overt throughout the film to talk about sort of these, these staple, uh, things that make horror, the horror genre. Right. And so they talk about specific killers and, and things that, you know, things that people like about scary movies. Uh, later on, uh, they go over the rules of scary movies, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, uh, never have sex cause the virgins are the ones that, that survive. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, don't drink or do drugs because then you'll get killed. Right. And then uh, never say, I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> so then what Wes Craven does is he takes a lot of those like staple things and kind of turns them a little bit and, and says, okay, like here's all the rules that we know about. And that's kind of, it's kind of mess with that a little bit. Right. So right. Um, that's probably something I've loved about that. This movie since I first saw it was just how he kind of takes those things and, and, and is very overt and, and talks about a, even, even the characters in the movie are like, well, if this was a scary movie, yeah. I would do this. And you're like, <laughs> I'd be the prime suspect. Guys, you're in a scary movie. Like, you know, it's just, I love the way that they kind of like poke fun at themselves and stuff throughout the film. Yeah. Uh, uh, rewatching it. There's a few parts that like, uh, where that is like a little too on the nose. Right. Yeah. Where like in the bedroom scene with Skeet and Nev Campbell, where they're like, uh, oh. "You are in a movie. Like, <laughs> this this isn't a movie. This is real life." And then like she's like, "Why couldn't this be a Meg Ryan movie?" And, like that whole the whole scene. Yeah. I'm yeah. just kind of like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then like when they're downstairs watching the scary movie, and they're like, "Here come the boobs!" And yeah. then like it flashes up to up to, and she's like taking her shirt off. Yeah. 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 All that. Stuff. Um. <laughs> there's uh. Towards the beginning of the movie, uh, when Skeet Ulrich first goes up into her, her bedroom, and she's like, "Would you settle for a PG thirteen? Oh yeah. And he's like, "What?" And then you know she she opens her top right, but then like the camera goes behind her. Yeah, it's, it's filming from behind her. Yeah, like so. T- <laughs> I I really appreciated that PG thirteen joke <laughs> because it's not because if for him it wouldn't be PG thirteen because he's seeing the boobs. Yeah. So that's like that's a completely meta thing for the viewer because we can't see the boobs that's a pg-13 thing from the behind the shot right. thing it's implied yeah it's implied nudity it's implied it's implied <laughs> <laughs> but i was like but uh but from a non-meta standpoint that joke doesn't make sense because she's clearly showing him her boobs yeah so that's not pg-13 nev campbell your character is wrong get well, back but she doesn't watch as many movies clearly that's- as as Billy does. That's true. So that's true. Uh, did you did you have any other notes like specific things? Because I I did take notes as I was as I was watching. Um, no, you you know what I liked? You know what I liked about the killer, right? The killers. Um, Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked that. You know, in slasher films, usually like the killer is like competent. He's always competent. He's always doing his thing, right? Yeah. Well, I. He's he's usually competent or just some sort of like unstoppable force. Yeah. Like that's that's what I always think about with like Halloween and like Michael Myers. It's just like he's just persistently like just coming after right or, or, or whoever right, right just, Jace. Yeah. Um, um, what I liked about Ghostface um, was there he's clumsy. Yes, absolutely. Clumsy I made a note of that too. Like like every, pretty much in every scene, with the exception of like when Henry Winkler gets it yeah like 
uh, the people fighting him can easily have overpowered him or taken him out, you know, and 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 did in some cases. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I know. I noticed that as well, and, and that carries on. Um, I mean, I guess we we never know for sure who is in the mask or whatever, like at, at, at a it, specific time. Yeah. Um, but that that character of the ghost face killer, <laughs> um, uh, not the rapper. Uh, is is always you know bumbling a little bit it 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 kind of has that uh appearance of if it was a high school person trying to do this kind of thing (laughs) yeah you know they're not they're not gonna know exactly uh everything there's there's a point um and when you rewatch it and you know who the killers are you kind of pick up on stuff differently obviously right um where uh when they pretend to kill billy and put the corn syrup on him or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, so then you know it's got to be the other dude, what um, Matthew Lillard, right? And and ne- Nev Campbell's like running away, and like locks him in one room and runs out, and then he like the kid like comes out, like pops out from another part of the house, and you're like, well, yeah, it's his house, like yeah. he knows how it's laid out <laughs> and like how to get around pretty well. So yeah. like, you know, stuff like that was clicking through my head as I was like, yeah, okay, like he, right? He w- he would be more familiar in this house how to do things yeah and and uh when uh rose mcgowan's character is goes into the garage and she gets locked in the garage right Mm -hmm. and whoever whoever comes and kills her right which i'm pretty sure would have to be billy at that point because like they show him like pop up like from outside right after that happens Uh, um and lillard is still in the house with everybody else right so the the door is locked right Mm -hmm. so the only way so she she gets killed right and then uh, right before she gets killed... In one tries, of the most grisly garage door <laughs> killings. She she tries America. going back to the door and opening up, and, and it won't open, right? It's yeah. locked. So that's why she tries to cr- crawl through the, the doggy the door. The cat door or whatever. Yeah. yeah like, okay. Sure. Um, but then as, as soon as she dies, he opens up the door and he goes in. Yeah, I noticed that too. So, so that means that, I mean, he had to have had a key or something. Yeah. Which means that it has to be one of the two guys. Sure. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Agree. Anyway, anyway uh, uh, a couple other notes. Uh, I, I want to throw out the, about the garage door death real fast. Okay. <laughs> I've always had a problem with that death. I've always had a problem with that death because I had a problem with it as I was watching it. There's, yeah. there's no way that the engine would be that, <laughs> that, that powerful to kill her like that. To, to pick up her boobs alone <laughs> in that scene would have taken an industrial sized garage door opener. Uh, it, yeah, and I, I know like a lot of garage doors didn't have a safety device on them. But like, it just it like, just seems like it would have hurt, maybe like pinched a little, yeah. And then she would have broken the door, yeah. Or and then like he just stabbed her in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I kill your butt. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. That was kind of it. When you write it down on paper, you're like, sure, this is gonna be good. But then like in execution, you're like, well, yeah. It's it's one of those uh, sus- suspension of disbelief type things that you have to have with right. with some of these films. Uh. Couple couple of things I I really liked. Uh, Wes Craven would like turn the camera and set it just slightly ajar to kind of give yeah. those like really like kind of Uns- unsettling. Right, but he would do it at times that were completely like unnecessary. So like <laughs> like when uh, she's getting dropped off from like the school bus, like at that first day of school, yeah, like everything's like twisted and like it's like this sharp angle for, but yeah. like, nothing is happening <laughs> in, in that sequence. That happens again, like when they're. 
when she's like sleeping over at a friend's house and they're like the twin beds are like at a sharp like angle and stuff, but it's like, no, they're just hanging out. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's right. Um, that, and then, I mean, I think we all know that music plays a huge role in horror mo- yeah. movies. Um, I think they do a really good job in this movie, particularly um, kind of even in scenes where there isn't something scary happening. Yeah. The music is building in a way that's like, got you kind of ready for something. Yep. Uh, so, yep. so you're never, you never it, really like, it puts you on alert. The exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, the, uh, yeah, glad you brought up the music because there's a point in the beginning of the film, uh, yeah, after Drew Barrymore dies, uh, when, uh, Skeet Ulrich is, is up in, in Nev Campbell's bedroom. Right. And, uh, um, he's, he's hugging her or whatever. And like the lights dark and it's just highlighting his face a little bit. I mean, they're playing a song in the background. All right. Did, did you recognize the song? I didn't, I didn't pick it up. Um, it's a cover of don't fear the reaper by blue oh, oyster cult. Okay. Right. Um, and like, like his face, his face is all shadowed and it's playing the song about don't fear the reaper. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, well, it's there you foreshadowing go. Foreshadowing right there. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's your, your, your biggest hint. Yeah, yeah. and it's his first time on you know in the film yeah his first scene um we had a cameo a director cameo <laughs> uh you picked up on it i'm did you yeah sure which, which one was it uh where uh the fawns principal fawns uh oh and when he's getting attacked and and, <laughs> and uh it's somebody's knocking on the door and he goes out to look and there's nobody there and he's like little S words. Uh, and, um, you little twits. Yeah. And there's just a janitor there and the janitor. Hey, he's, is, he's got the, the red and green sweater. He's like, what'd you call me? <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure that was Wes Craven dressed like in, I, that, that, that guy looked older. I don't know if that was Wes Craven. We have to look it up. We'll have to, we'll have to look it up and confirmed. Thank you. Google and confirmed real quick. Confirmed. Yeah, no, uh, I was so caught up in it looking like Freddy Krueger <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that I didn't pay attention that it was that it was Wes Craven. So I, I had I had a call. question uh, that I wanted, like I was wishing I was watching it with you. Yeah, um, they talk about uh, like the favorite movies in the beginning when the Drew, the Drew Barrymore back and forth. Yeah, and she talks about how uh, she liked the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, but then the rest of them were crap, and I was like. <laughs> Was yeah. did Wes Craven direct all of them, or did they switch directors? And uh, was that like a stab at like the fact that he only did the first one? Yeah, he, it was pretty much a stab that he only did the first one. Okay, yeah, I, I was hoping that was the case, but I was like, <laughs> I can't confirm that right now. I mean, I guess I could have looked it up. But yeah, no, uh, uh, that was that was funny to me. Yeah, he so he wrote, um, he wrote part of number three, mm-hmm. uh, Dream Warriors, <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he he just did the first one. So great stuff. Uh, you, you, you kept, you kept bringing up, uh, as we were talking about it, um, a lot of like different references to, um, other horror movies and things like that. Uh, were there any other like little nuggets that stood out things that they mentioned or things that, uh, they alluded to that, that you thought were clever or well done? Um, no, I, well, I don't know. I, there's, there's a bunch of references, references that I, that I like, um, I think most people. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there about the Drew Barrymore uh, getting killed. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when she gets killed. No, <laughs> uh, the the whole trivia, right? Um, you know, she answers Mike 
Michael Myers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the question about Friday the Thirteenth would would you have gotten that wrong? Yeah, I I don't think I've seen a single Friday the Thirteenth movie. Okay, I mean, would you have, would you have said Jason? I probably would have said Jason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like that because I'm like, oh cool, like I would have survived. Good. Yeah, oh, I'd be, I'd be <laughs> good. Good, good, yeah. good. good they, yeah. They'd have let me go. Yeah. Uh, they that was I think one of the big things when the movie came out was Drew Barrymore being cast. She was like on all the posters, and I think they even kind of marketed the film as being like this new Drew Barrymore film coming out, <laughs> and then they kill her in like the opening scene. Yeah, um, which is it's a good little misdirection type thing, and, and a thing where I, I think people I think we're more used to that now since since Scream came out. Um, yeah, of sometimes casting a big role. They tr- they they meant they thought about doing that with Lost. Uh, Jack's character mm-hmm. was supposed to be killed in the pilot. Oh. Um, and then they're like, oh, well, we actually kind of really like this actor and we're going to keep him throughout the rest of the series. <laughs> um, but originally it was thought that they were going to interesting Nixon, you know, a little party of five cross-referencing. Right. There. Right. right. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're going. Stay tuned next week for our party of five. <laughs> what are, um, where are they now? So uh, final thoughts, anything, anything else that, Final thoughts. I'm glad that I that I watched the watched the movie again. It, it is it is a really good movie. Uh, I don't know how well the sequels hold up. Um, you watch the second one, um, but uh, you know it, it reminds me of everything that was the '90s for me. So a video store scene in a video store. Yeah. Like I was just like, man, like there's a Ricky Lake reference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like I think about if you did like a modern day Scream, right, and. Um, you know, this movie's only almost 20 years old, but, um, yeah, it's only almost 20 years like, old. Like there's, there's times, <laughs> there's times where, uh, they're like, what are you doing with a cell phone? Like that's suspect. Like everyone has cell phones. Yeah. Right. Um, a scene in a video store, you'd have to shoot that in front of like a red box <laughs> or like at the mailbox with a, with a Netflix envelopes come in that day. Yeah. Um, so there's certain things that you, can only happen in mid to late nineties for this movie. Uh, like I said, we did watch the second installment of scream immediately after. Um, it picks up on a lot of beats and things that are in the first one. And it, they rehash a lot of the same stuff. They, they do the rules for a sequel and things like that. Some of the same characters that survived in the first one are in the second one. Um, and then some of those surviving ones die. Yeah. That much, that much I know. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a good chance I'll end up watching the third one because we've opened that Pandora's box and then my <laughs> wife is like, oh, she, so she's, we're watching the first couple of screens that she's like, oh, I know what you did last summer. I remember all of those too. And like, she's like, it's got like a powerhouse cast of nineties <laughs> actors in it with Sarah Michelle Geller. Ch- Chelsea was like, uh, she asked me last night, uh, do, do you remember who the killer was? And I know what you did last summer. I'm like, I, I don't, I think it was a dad maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But she's like, I don't know, was it the boyfriend again? I was like, <laughs> I don't think it was. But Yeah, we uh that was one of the reasons we started watching Scream Two was we couldn't remember who the killer was specifically. Yeah. And so instead of just looking it up online, we we stayed up late and watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so hopefully you guys got a chance to rewatch this film. Uh we'd love to know what you guys think about it. If if you did watch the film, uh hit us up on social media and and, and share your thoughts. Um, what other scary movies do you guys like watching around Halloween? Um, you can hit us up on all of our social medias. All of uh, them. You could send us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. Uh, we'll read it. 
we would I will even respond to you if you do send me an email. <laughs> One of us will respond yeah. and we'll and we'll put dash Brandon or dash Travis. Yes. Um, <laughs> maybe you get two emails if, if we're having a really slow day. Uh, you can obviously like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. Follow us over on Twitter at apathusiast. Instagram apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Um, and on YouTube, uh, we've we've got uh, we have our own YouTube channel. Uh, but, and, and we ran our walking dead fantasy league. If you guys have been checking that out, thank you so much. Uh, we finished the first season of fear the walking dead. Uh, we, we, we had a split. You, you won for, for most wins. That's right. Uh, I won for most total points. That's right. Uh, we, we're actually moving our, our YouTube content over to the geek aid channel. So if you are following us on YouTube, uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, please go subscribe to the geek aid YouTube channel so that, uh, you can get all the rest of our episodes. Uh, following this recording, we are going to do our walking dead fantasy league. Yes. The walking dead actual series walking dead. Actual. Uh, we're going to do our draft for that before the uh, episode comes on. And then, uh, and then yes, yeah, so you can follow along. We may shift the format a little bit on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, we have some, some travel and things coming up. So, um, <laughs> But we will be tallying points every week and uh, getting scores for the The Walking Dead. Heck so, yeah. Um, yeah, check us out on all that stuff, and, and that's it. Anything and else, Brandon? No, sir. <laughs> we're, we're, Halloween's almost here. A couple yeah, more days. Yeah, uh, uh, if, if you're not, if you're not uh, heading over to geekade.com, we are still doing the 31 days of Halloween. So every day there is a new Halloween-related post. Uh, you had a pretty pretty good post if i do say so myself oh thanks uh uh was that creep show creep show yeah george romero stephen king mm -hmm. george romero directed written by stephen king good stuff so um check that stuff out over at geekade.com and until next week i'm travis and i'm brandon see you see you guys When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.